to making business profitable with EGS. What is EGS? It's EBITDA Growth Systems. What is EBITDA? EBITDA is earnings before interest, taxes, depreciation, and amortization. Why is EBITDA important? Because it tells you how much your business is worth. This podcast is brought to you by EBITDA Growth Systems, where we guarantee to double your profits within three years or give you your money back. Okay, today's session is going to be called Applying Golf to Strategy, and it's in deference to the Masters that completed yesterday. Dave, what did you think about that? It's uh, Monday, November 16th, 2020, and the Masters completed on the 15th. Um, You know, I'm such a Tiger Woods fan. Uh, My wife doesn't love that. Um, But man, Tiger, a 10 on a whole 12, it it almost bothered me as much as it bothered you. Yeah, you know, when you look at that, you know, uh, what went wrong? Well, you you can analyze that forever. I think uh, the guys on TV were analyzing that forever. But I think that's going to serve as a good foundation for today's discussion as well. Because in contrast, you look at DJ, and uh, he just mastered that 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 course. No pun intended. I mean, that that was an incredible display. Yeah, he didn't kill it once. He killed it every time yes. he went through that yes. course. Absolutely. Absolutely. What a spectacular play for DJ. Yeah. So, so what do we learn then from uh, from those two? contrasting and comparison games in the Masters this weekend? Well, I'm, I'm not going to throw any shade on, on Tiger Woods. I mean, I'm just, I feel bad that he didn't play well. It was awesome to see him start out with a three or four under, but uh, getting to your point, the difference between a good play and a bad play, I'm going to talk about a good friend of mine, a good friend of mine, initials TJ, um, that's all I'm going to say. But every once in a while, he'll be in the fairway, and he'll just bust out his driver. <laughs> on the fairway. But on the fairway. And he might only be 200 yards away from the hole, but he is swinging that driver. In fact, his driver kind of looks like a battle axe a little. It's been there, done that. Wow. Uh, wow. It's a, he's dangerous with that club in many ways. Um, but it's about choosing the right club for the, for, the right, for the right hole position, wherever the hole is, right? Yeah. So how does... Uh, how does this line up? What, what are you getting at? Well, so we would say that uh, the correct club is probably analogous to the plan from a strategic standpoint, right? Because uh, the plan is what you're going to uh, use. That's what you're going to use to accomplish your goal. And so if you, uh, when I first started playing golf, I remember I got the uh, the highs and the lows mixed up. So I'm, I mean, I'm maybe, 70 yards out, and I grabbed the three iron because I thought that was the smallest club I had. And uh, I almost took out three people on the green. So you pick up the wrong club, and uh, you're not going to execute your plan. So you have your goal, you have where you are, and you have to pick the right club to get the right distance. And that's super important. So you can't write a plan, uh, say you use a driver from the tee, you can't write a plan using your sandwich, right? Right. It's so you have to has to be right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. What else? What else you got up your sleeve? Well, I think uh, you know if we back up a little bit, you know, when you start with strategic planning, you should have a, a vision for yourself, 
And uh, so, you know, the metaphor for golf play would be the hole, you know? you. How many times have you gone to a new golf course and, and the first question you ask is, hey, where's the hole? Yeah, where's the hole? How's this, how's this hole line up? How does this hole line up, right? Because if you don't know that, you just start swinging. Um, and it's amazing, Dave. That's what every small, medium-sized business we come in contact with does. We say, hey, what's your vision? Now, make money. That's the same thing as getting on the tee box and just swinging. Just now, grabbing whatever club you want and, and just swinging. Yeah. Let her rip. Now, just grab the club that you're comfortable with. And maybe maybe it's a, a nine iron, maybe it's an eight iron. Most small, medium-sized business owners aren't, aren't comfortable with big clubs. They just like that sandwich. Yep, yep. And so, you know, they're on a par five, the hole's over there. They got their sandwich, and they're hitting it in an opposite direction. Off the tee. Yeah. Because everyone's using the tee, right? So it just doesn't work out very well. you got to have a vision for where the hole is, how far it is from you. So you start laying tracks. So you lay your train tracks in that direction, right? Yeah, yeah, I agree. And then I think uh, the swing, your actual golf swing, is going to be the execution of the plan because if the plan is the golf club mm -hmm. and the vision is the hole then your golf swing is how you put that plan into action yeah my golf swing is a little dangerous when i that golf swing of mine's really hard i mean it's i all my buddies say dave you swing the club so hard and a good friend of mine you know chris he videos my swing <laughs> and sometimes i'm like did i swing the club already well, I mean, that just goes to speak to the fact that uh, there are a lot of different ways to skin the cat, right? So, you know, you and I can have a similar vision. We, you and I can have a similar plan, but the, the way we execute it might be entirely different. And that's not to say that we're not going to accomplish the same goals. Uh, but, you know, everyone has a different swing. Every company has a different execution of their plan. But when they execute, well, one thing about uh, a good friend of mine, Joel Greenwood, he'll say, you know, you got to strike the ball well. It, at least you, you struck that ball really well. It might not have gone in a perfect direction, but you hit the ball. It was solid contact. Sure, sure. And when you talk about when you talk about swing and execution, it's all about hitting the sweet spot in your club at the right swing, good tempo, to where you get the most distance out of that. Right. So when you execute, you got to hit that in the sweet spot. Right. Sure. And uh, you know when you walk into a I know a Fortune 100 company, and you go, "Hey, can we see the business plan for next year?" It's it's like five volumes, right? I mean, I mean, it's five great big notebooks. Now, tell me how you're going to hit the sweet spot. You got five great big notebooks. I the only way to do it is to have thousands of people, which is what they have. But uh, the the game that's on the calendar, as you always say, would be try to get DJ or even Tiger on your team to make sure you're going to execute that plan just right and you're going to hit the sweet spot every time except for hole number 12. Yeah, but yeah. but it's all about when you lay that plan out, it's executing every section of that plan and making it practical, right? Where you can use it not five volumes, maybe five pages or yeah. 10 pages, right? Sure. Something that you can hit, you know exactly what that sweet spot looks like, what's supposed to be. So you can always hit on that, right? Yeah, yeah. And you'll know that. I mean, I think, I think you know, you you know where your strengths are, where your weaknesses are as a, as a company. 
you know where your strengths are and where your weaknesses are as a, as a leader of the company. And, uh, you know, if someone is asking you to do something that's not in your wheelhouse, it's not in your sweet spot, then um, you probably shouldn't do it, you know. Find somebody that it is your sweet spot. Yes. Lean into them. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm going to bring Top Golf into this. My daughter's birthday was the other day, and she wanted to go to Top Golf. My wife loves Top Golf. My wife loves fishing and golf. Uh, I think I, I hit the lottery. But, uh, of course, I did. You know her. Um, just my mind's going because I'm, I'm way out of my league. You can't bring my wife into it too much because I wind up daydreaming. But uh, getting back to this, I was at uh, Top Golf and just looking at some research when we were talking the other day, and the average golfer swings about 114 mile an hour. Their club hits me, right? And uh, and I was swinging, and I was 114, 115 mile an hour in my swing when I was swing when I was swinging, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember what the PGA golf swing speed is? Were those guys at 125 or 140? 143 yeah. is their average. Yeah. So so knowing me, I'm six two, you know, 270 pounds, and I got I got a fair amount of muscle still. I've got plenty of padding to guard that muscle because I got to keep it guarded, but. Um, I grab that driver and I just try to swing just as hard as I could. And I got to 137 and the ball was not going, put it this way, I eliminated the sweet spot. Yeah. But yeah. I was swinging as hard as I could and I could not swing the club as fast as those guys were. Yeah, so so again, you know, if we extend the metaphor for golf, that club head swing probably, the club head speed kind of translates into a level of effort, mm -hmm. right? And if, uh, if you've ever played golf and you decided, I'm going to cream this ball, um, it's rare. From time to time, you do hit the sweet spot and then the ball disappears. But Yeah, one, more, one out of like 15 times. Totally, yeah. <laughs> more often than not, when you, when you over-exaggerate, over you give too much effort. Um, it's, it's sort of like working hard but not working smart, right? And uh, so I'm going to work you know, a 90 hour work week. Well, um, after about 50 hours, the the return on investment just really isn't there. Or you only work 50 hours, but you close the door to your office, you never talk to anybody. Yeah, without collaborating. No collaborating, yeah. not talking yeah. to anybody. It's just you and your plan, you're shoving a plan down everybody's throat, and this is the way it needs to be. You, you have to have well, picture this, all you golfers out there, picture this. When you take uh, like a graphite club and you swing it really hard and you see it flexes, and sometimes it flexes 12, 14 inches, you know, and that club head, that club head comes around and sometimes it isn't aligned or perpendicular to, to your ball when it hits. And that's a lot like too much effort. It has to be the right amount of effort to pull your team in, collaborate, or you're not gonna hit the sweet spot in your plan, but, but you got to grab the club and swing it at the same time. Because if you build this beautiful plan and you have a wonderful strategy and you don't get that club head speed and it's really slow, you're gonna go like five yards. Sure. On a 500 yard hole, it's gonna take you forever to get there. So the so the club head speed does need to be moving, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. You're right, I mean, there's, there's a happy medium there, right? Uh, the happy medium is what is the level of effort that's going to allow you to hit the sweet spot, you know, on, on a consistent basis. And and have you ever noticed that the easier you swing, and the more you try to be smooth, the further the ball goes? Always. Well, well, how what's how's that equate to business? Well, I think when uh, when I stand over the ball, 
and I make a concerted effort to have a controlled swing where I'm looking at the ball and I execute that swing. Um, I have club head speed that's maybe not off the charts, but it's pretty good. Um, it's, it all comes together, mm -hmm. right? And so the, the, I can't remember the, guy, the guy's name who said, nothing is more powerful than a plan whose time has come. So if you have an ideal plan and you execute it at the right time, right? Everything comes together. It is so powerful. And so, you know, I guess you and I keep seeing these small and medium sized businesses trying to operate without a plan at all. And so our golf metaphor falls apart because so many of our clients and potential clients don't even have a plan. Yeah, they don't, they don't really, they don't, if you can imagine golfing, closing your eyes, reaching into your bag, grabbing whatever, swinging as hard as you can, teed up or not, wherever, not really knowing where you're hitting it, all you're doing is standing over the ball, you're not aiming, you don't aim at all, you just stand over the ball and you hit. So you don't know what club you have, you don't really know where you're hitting, you're just hitting the ball. You're just yeah. getting up there and swinging like hell yes. and hitting the ball. That is a picture of the guy that works 80, 90 hours a week without a plan for his business. You can't, you can never say anything to that guy about not working hard. He works so hard. But if he were to back that down 30% and put a plan in place, it's kind of like slowing down your swing. You get so much further. Yeah, yeah. Dave, you know what I'm about to say, right? Um, one of my favorite pastimes is uh, car racing. And uh, I'm also an instructor. And so I will get into a car with a fella who's got, you know, 150 grand invested in his fast car, and all he wants to do is drive fast. And I explained to him from the beginning, slow is fast. And he's like, yeah, whatever, here we go. How's that corner work out for him? Yeah, what happens is you, you get into a corner, and if you're going too fast, you get out of shape in the corner. And if you manage to stay on the, on the tarmac, that's good. Oftentimes you go off the tarmac, but if you manage to stay on the tarmac by the grace of God, and you're on the brake, and you're just out of shape. And after a minute, what brake, right? The brakes are gone. Yeah, yeah. And everyone's passing you. So the guy who brakes early, turns in, hits the apex, and is back on the gas before the turn is even completed, has a plan that he has executed and he's fast, but he came in slow. And I think small and medium-sized businesses just don't have that kind of patience. You know, they don't have the patience. And it's amazing how car drivers don't have the patience either. I mean, it's really difficult to get someone to understand slow is fast. And if you don't really understand a car metaphor, watch the movie Ford versus Ferrari, it'll, it'll make sense when you talk about going around the corners just right and, and not burning up your brakes. But you know, it's, it's very unique how you have to balance a business. Business is balanced between a plan, between execution, between a team, involvement, and, and mentors. You gotta have somebody that you pull yourself out of the whirlwind and you talk to them and say, hey, this is what I'm doing, this is how things are going, what do you think? You have to have those conversations or the, sometimes a plan just gets filed, right? Sure, sure. Yeah, and, and I think what's important too to understand about planning, Dave, is the plan itself is, isn't worth the paper it's written on, really, because 
when reality hits, you'll have to make mid-course corrections. So the plan isn't worth much, but planning is everything. And you, you, that's what you do on an ongoing basis, at least on a monthly basis. You're looking at your numbers, and then you're making mid-course corrections. And then you go through another month with a, you know, a slightly different plan, and then you look at the numbers, and you make mid-course corrections. And so that's, that's really the great game of business, too. What play do I call now, given you know, this feedback, given my numbers looking like this? I'll tell you what, Mike, we're, you and I, amidst COVID, we're social distancing, but we're traveling a ton right now to, to different clients. So they got one-on-one instead of doing a lot of group stuff yeah. um, just to keep them safe. But we're flying all over to help people. Um, if this is the first time you're listening to this and it's May of 2021 and you need some help, um, it's never too late. You need to get a plan in place, uh, whether it's now. I mean, it's November. It is time to set up the 2021 planning. It's time to reach out to us or somebody else to set up a business plan. And if you're just not listening to this since the middle of the year and you don't have a plan, it's okay. Let's get started now because we see profit margins going from 2 3% to 17 18% in some clients just because they put a plan in place and they start doing this. And it's amazing the amount of profit they wind up making, how happy the employees are, how things start coming together, and how happy you and your family will be. And that's what gives us joy, to see you being successful. And that's what we want for you. We want you to shoot under par in your business. Right on, dude. Right on, Mike. Growth Systems do what we do because we want to impact lives through improving business performance. If you want more information, go to our contact page at www.ebitagrowthsystems.com. That's E-B-I-T-D-A growthsystems.com.